Hi, I'm Emma, and this is the Creative Edition. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. All right, friends. So today I thought it would be fun to talk about five tools I use either on a daily or weekly basis as a content creator. I feel like as creators, there's so many choices out there about what different tools to use, paid or free, whether that be video editors or project management tools. So I thought it would be fun to just chat about the tools that I have used for years or have recently picked up. But before we get started, let's do our question of the day. And the question of the day is, what's one thing you're looking forward to today? All right. So as I am recording this, the sun is shining, the birds are singing, and the sky is blue. It feels so good outside right now. It's a beautiful spring day in Seattle. And so one thing I am looking forward to do after my podcast recording day is I plan on taking Boone on a long afternoon walk. He has no idea that he has a long walk ahead of him. He's actually napping on some blankets right behind my chair. I needed to put some blankets down because I found that like he gets kind of restless when, and I hate it when he's just like poking around the room, trying to get into things. But when I put a blanket down behind my office chair, he actually settles down. He's like, okay, she's doing something right now, but I can at least be close to her. And so he's napping right now, but we will be going on a walk shortly after I record this and upload podcast episodes into my Google Drive folder. All right, friends. So tool number one, I actually started using within the last year, and I cannot believe I did not start using this tool earlier in my creative career. And that tool is Grammarly. So Grammarly is a cloud-based typing assistant that reviews spelling, punctuation, grammar engagement, and more. And I am still using the free version. They do have a business version, but um, for me, because I'm just using it for blog posts, LinkedIn posts, sometimes social media posts, I'm still using that free version. And I realized that even though I love writing, I'm like not probably the best editor out there. I feel like that's like a different part of your brain, right? And when you're writing, you should not be editing at the same time because you are different using functions of your brain. And so for me, after I have written a blog post, I literally will go to Grammarly and I will like create a new document, paste in my blog posts, you know, set whatever I need to set, whether it's like, oh, I'm talking, you know, to a to the audience that's knowledgeable, or this is more casual. And then I go through, make those edits and changes. And I, again, I feel like I should have been doing this way earlier because I've been seeing Grammarly ads on YouTube for literally years. And finally this year, I don't know what prompted me to do it. I was like, okay, I'm just finally going to do it. Just going to start a Grammarly account and go through and see if I can create better blog posts and sure enough, I am creating better blog posts. And so now my like writing process, friends, I will literally outline my blog posts, write them out on a Word document. And then when I am getting ready to post that blog post, or at least like before I upload it and I paste it into a WordPress blog post, I will put it in Grammarly first, 
run it through, make the appropriate changes, and then actually paste it into WordPress before I go through, add images, add the keywords, you know, make sure it's all SEO optimized and then publishing it. And so highly recommend Grammarly, especially if you are writing long form content, whether that's, you know, on LinkedIn or that's on your blog, right? Even if you're doing social media content, if you find that you're not like a strong writer editor, I would really recommend testing out Grammarly. Again, it's free to get started. So yeah, recommend doing that if you haven't yet. Secondly, a tool I use on a daily or weekly basis is the whole Google suite of products. Oh my gosh, friends, I haven't been using Google products since college, I would say. I mean, they were essential during group projects when we were writing group papers or creating um, presentations for class. And so I still use Google products to this day. They're just great collaboration tools. So for example, I use um, just the Google Sheets to schedule out, you know, the different podcast episodes that's working through the queue. And my podcast editor and I will literally go through and just like keep this like Google Excel sheet document updated as I add podcast episodes, as my podcast editor drafts it, as she publishes it. It's just like a great place for us to collaborate. And it's much easier than sending, you know, a Microsoft Excel sheet back and forth. Secondly, my virtual assistant, who's my little sister Angelica and I, we use Google Slides to set priorities on a weekly basis. Um, so I work in slides on a weekly basis and we just go through, set our priorities for the week, talk about what's going on. And then we both have visibility of the things that I'm working and the things that I need support on. And then lastly, I also use Google presentations to outline my concepts. So this is not a requirement by any means, you know, from my brand partners that are not asking for a full presentation, but coming from business school, coming from corporate America, used PowerPoint, you know, to outline concepts, statement of work, deliverables, timeline. And so using Google presentation really works for me because I can update the presentation in real time and then send that link over to a brand partner or, you know, my um, manager for my brand campaigns to review. So Google products, it's great, you guys. Again, great collaboration tools. I know there's other tools out there that you can use, but I've just been using Google products for so long. Again, using them since college. And so I'm very comfortable with the format. And also you can purchase storage, which is not that expensive. I think it's well been worth it. I don't know if it's like $20 a year, $20 a month. I can't even remember friends, but it's been really helpful to just purchase storage and continue to use Google because everything is there for my business. All right, friends. So a tool I use on a weekly or daily basis is Buzzsprout. So if you have not heard of Buzzsprout before, it's a podcasting platform and they actually offer a lot of educational tips for podcasters. So I think I've shared this story before when Maddie and I originally launched the Content Creatives Podcast. I listened to pod to Buzzsprout's podcast series about how to start a podcast, literally finished the series ordered the equipment they recommended, and then we launched. Like that's literally what I did to like learn how to launch a podcast. And so 
If you're interested in potentially becoming a podcaster, you can actually start out on Buzzsprout for free. And I think this is such a great way to test it. You can upload up to two hours each month, but the episodes are only hosted for 90 days. So if you are truly testing it, seeing if it's the right format for you, if you like you know, publishing podcast episodes, you have 90 days to try to try it out before you decide to move to, you know, a paid, a paid version of Buzzsprout. And if you find after, you know, 30 days or 60 days that like, wow, actually, I'm not really into this, then like no harm, no foul, right? You tried Buzzsprout out, you tried publishing podcast episodes out. And after 90 days, those episodes essentially, I guess, expire or disappear. I actually never tested out the free version because Maddie and I wanted to obviously like keep our episodes up forever. And so you can actually start out by paying $12 a month for three hours of audio or episodes, and then it's hosted indefinitely. And so um, your podcast episodes will be live forever. And personally, I've actually moved up. So I actually pay $18 a month to upload up to six hours of audio content each month. And again, it is hosted indefinitely. And so Buzzsprout is where I go to publish podcast episodes, update those notes, write episode descriptions and see podcast stats. I'm pretty much on Buzzsprout, at least on a weekly basis, if not checking every other day since I publish podcast episodes twice a week. Um, I know there's other great um, podcasting platforms out there, but Buzzsprout was just the one I went with and I have not found any reason to switch. All right, friends. So another tool I use on a daily or weekly basis um, is a video editing tool called Splice. So it is a mobile video editor. And again, it's free. And Splice is S-P-L-I-C-E. I have been using Splice for years. I don't even know why I downloaded Splice. I think it was recommended. Um, And then, yeah, I pretty much started, I think, using it maybe for TikTok initially in 2019. But I use Splice today to edit, edit short form video content for TikTok, Amazon, Instagram Reels. Like to know it any anywhere where I create short form video content, I am usually editing on Splice first. So it's pretty intuitive, pretty straightforward, great user face. You can do voiceovers, you can add captions, you could do auto generated captions as well. Um, you can change the fonts. They have like the Instagram fonts and TikTok fonts in there, so it can look more native to the platform. Yeah, I like to use Splice because I always repurpose video content for multiple platforms. Like it's not, I'm not just posting, you know, on TikTok and I'm not just posting on Instagram reels. So for me, just like having a, a video editor that I can use for multiple platforms has been really helpful. All right, friends. So the fifth tool I wanted to chat about today, I can't believe I've been using this tool for years. And the and this tool is for Instagram and it's called Planoly. So if you haven't heard of Planoly before, it's a social media planner and management tool, and you can link multiple accounts to organize your content. I essentially was looking for a tool that helped me plan out my feed. Um, I know this is like not important to people as it was once before, but planning of my feed ahead of time actually gives me an idea of like what to post next and what I want to 
talk about. It's like less so about like the aesthetic. I feel like even though I still really like that just because I enjoy, that's like something I enjoy with content creation. But for me, it's more about like content planning. Okay. What are the three posts I want to talk about this week? What do I want to publish? Um, what does this look like? And then it helps me think about like what caption I need to write, what video I need to edit. And so it's been something I've been using for years and I continue to use it today. So with Planoly, if you're trying to test it out, there's a seven day free trial. And then the starter price is $11.25 a month. So $11.25. And you get 60 uploads per month per social media profile. If you want up to three users, so say you have a virtual assistant who posts on your behalf, then they have about a $19.50 a month and it's unlimited uploads. So again, maybe this doesn't matter to you as much. Maybe you don't care about planning your feed. Maybe you're more on the spontaneous side and you're not thinking and planning content out, you know, a week or two weeks ahead of time. So maybe this doesn't make sense for you. But for me, I personally like to at least have an idea of what I'm going to post, you know, that upcoming week. Even though during my pregnancy, I've definitely slowed down. I used to literally write every single caption for every day for years, like prior to getting pregnant. But um, I've been more flexible with that. But I still use Planoly because, again, it gives me an idea of what to post next. All right, friends. So I hope you enjoyed today's quick episode about the five tools I use daily as a content creator and influencer. Let me know what other tools that you use and recommend. Share them on Instagram stories and tag me so I can reshare them. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and recommend the podcast to a friend. If we haven't connected on Instagram yet, you can find us at MS Edition and at The Creative Edition. Sign up for our email newsletter and join our Facebook group and we'll see you guys next time.